Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the latest PS5. This is episode 93. It's not going to be the usual runaway of the news and letters and that. This is a special episode because we're joined by Team Kill Media, the developers behind upcoming horror game Quantum Error, and they're going to tease us some more. But before we get into all that, I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Alex Sylvester. How are you doing, Alex? Great today, because we've been... You know, welcome with Team Kill Media. I can't wait to just dive into Quantum America because I really, I really <laughs> want to play this game like many people. But anyway, we're going to go into that a bit later. Definitely, anyway, definitely. definitely. And uh, from Team Kill Media, we're joined by Micah and Noah Jones. You guys, how are you doing? Good. Good. Not not throwing up anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. Before we came on the air, Micah was like, yeah, I've been dying. So if I have a, you know, I was like, as long as Noah can continue the questions and answers, it's totally fine. We'll just keep going. We'll keep rolling with it. It'd be um, great material, though. <laughs> I, I just dive off screen, just disappear. Just fall all over the camera. Listen, <laughs> this is what Quantum Mary will do to you. We're like, what? If, uh, if that happens, I'll call it now. We'll put it on YouTube. We'll get more than 250 thousand views oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we gotta beat our new teaser <laughs> that's it um so the way this is gonna work listeners is back in may 2021 uh we were fortunate enough to have micah and noah on from team kill media and we did two episodes one was we really grilled on um quantum error and we were asking loads of questions after the future game show and then we did a separate episode where we um, we just asked questions from fans of the game and listeners of the show. And that was really popular and we really wanted to do it back. And obviously, Micah and Noah were um, really great and said, yeah, we'd love to answer it. Um, just nothing about the release date, please. So nothing about the release <laughs> date here, guys. Um, so the way we're going to work it is we're going to ask questions and it will just alternate between me and Alex. Uh, so are you guys ready to be grilled by our listeners and fans of the game? Yep. Go for it. Where's the Excellent. guys in black suits? Before we do that, we have a little tradition as well uh, where we just kind of talk about what we've been playing. Alex, I'm pretty sure yours is going to be the same for like the seventh week straight, but what are you playing at the moment? Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> same. Horizon as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely Horizon, love it. It's a brilliant game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I'm in love with that game, and it's just so much better than the first one. But anyway, <laughs> enough about that before this whole interview becomes about Horizon. I know, I know. Uh, Micah, Noah, what have you guys been playing over the last few weeks? If, and oh, don't, gosh. don't say, uh, don't yeah, say it. it. There it don't is. say it. Uh, Quantum Air. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can't say the titles of the other games. Um, uh, <laughs> no, let's see. I So I got Elden Ring when it came out. Oh, nice. And I okay. started playing it. Yeah. then i stopped then i started playing it then i stopped and i haven't played it for like a month now <laughs> because i'm so busy with development i barely get to touch it not to mention i'm not very good at souls games <laughs> is anybody <laughs> so, like this is the first one i'm actually enjoying and man the level design in the world and everything in it it's wonderful but i have had my butt handed to me through the whole like couple hours i've played it <laughs> mm, definitely and a lot of people said the same um i was the same when demon souls came to ps5 i was like i don't know how to play these games and it took me so long but i can just see the headline now elden ring delays quantum error development you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, so, like, i have to beat all the bosses <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even beat uh Margaret the fell yet i just you like went yet? around the castle i was like i'm not doing that yet and uh noah what about yourself you've been playing anything in particular uh, for the past week or so, I've been uh, playing mostly Elden Ring. Mm. Um, oh, nice. I've got about 18 hours in on that game currently. And surprisingly, the game I'm actually breezing through it. So, whereas he's <laughs> really? having a really hard time with it, I'm pretty just, just like smoking through it right now. Which means if Quantum Error is hard, it's your fault. <laughs> That's all my fault. <laughs> and then besides Elden Ring, I've uh, been bouncing around between Among Us and Dying Light. So, nice, nice. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Dying Light because of the PS5 patch. So, oh, the original, yeah. I was going to ask the yeah. original, the second one. Yeah, mm -hmm. my my uh, brother just finished the second one, and he said it's so good. Um, and he's gone back now to play the first one again with the patch. 
on there. Yeah, I well. haven't yet got my hands on Dying Light 2, but since they patched the first one, I absolutely love that game. So I'm amazing, replaying it again man. on PS5. That actually so. that actually reminded me that I did buy and play and beat Dying Light 2. Yeah, oh, nice. and <laughs> I loved parts of it and I'm pretty critical of parts of it, but yeah, I won't get started. <laughs> it's fun. It's very fun. But I've got some issues. I'm not surprised, man. Uh, but we will get started on the questions now because that's what the listeners want to hear. So our first question for you guys comes from Sally, and she's based in Leeds in the UK. Dear team, I am a gamer who loves horror, and I am so excited for your game. How has development been since you have switched to Unreal 5? Have you found any processes easier or harder from before? Again, I cannot wait for your game. So take your time to get the way you envisioned it, but not too long. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> echoing everyone. But I mean, the question there is, um, how has the development <clears throat> switch been from four to Unreal 4 to 5? And what processes have been easier or harder for you guys? Um, let's see. So when we finally switched, because well, most of our experience so far is with the early access version since the real vert like full version just came out um i I don't know it's hard to say whether things are easier or more difficult or it's it's definitely not more difficult it's definitely some things are easier and a little more i guess you would say the, the word streamlined oh yeah um it's a lot like visually speaking like as far as like the lighting goes and stuff that was something like all had to be adjusted when we made the switch mm-hmm. so it took extra time but it's really easy to set that stuff up and then kind of just play with it nice. um i know as far as like audio work goes the meta sound system is wonderful but it's also infinitely as complicated as you want to make it so like you've gone down the rabbit hole haven't you you're going down the rabbit hole with that (laughs) that 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 audio system i mean we we probably won't even tap into 10 percent of it even with this game just because of because you can build instruments with it so it's fascinating um i mean other other than visuals and audio um a lot a lot of the workflow is i mean it's very much the same so and Unreal's always been super easy to work with. So I don't know that anything specific stands out other than those things. I think it's uh, a lot of it is still the same, which is a good thing because anybody moving from Unreal Engine 4 going to 5, a lot of the stuff is still the same. So then you can instantly get into work and you don't have to relearn a bunch of things. So I think that part is extremely good. Excellent, excellent. And is there anything um, that, has hit you a bit like you know it's been a challenge like oh this was actually a lot easier to do before this is on a whole nother level now i mean you mentioned the audio and the fact that there's so many more possibilities which in a way does make it harder then because it just keeps tapping into your creative mindset but has there been anything else that you've thought like oh wow this is a lot more difficult than what we were initially doing i I can't really say if there is i don't think like I don't know. To me, when when something is difficult, it's more like you come across a problem, and it's not that it's difficult. It's just kind of you, find out you have to solve, solve it. it. Mm-hmm. So may, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes the solving of something could be difficult, but usually the answers. I don't know. It depends on how good you are at problem solving. Although you saying the stuff about the audio again, it did remind me we did start to really fully get into the 3d audio stuff recently because mm. we needed to make sure things and the environments were sounding <clears throat> correctly. And mm. a lot of that so far has been easier than expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's making a dramatic difference as we actually really get like the occlusion of other room or like when something's beyond walls and, and the reverb reverb that that stuff's fun. <laughs> yeah. When he got in that audio in there and he handed it to me to test it, I was like, wow. <laughs> it's, it's very different once you really get it going and it's not too difficult. There, there can be some things about it that are confusing if you don't have a grasp on, um, like audio production. Hmm. But since I do all of our music, I have a, I have like many, many, many years of knowledge with that. So 
I kind of know how to do the mixing and mastering in the engine. And there's still sometimes it's a little difficult, but <laughs> yeah, still a bit of a learning curve. Yeah. Can it's I like, just, yeah. it needs to be plugged into this and go here. And, and <laughs> why is that not giving me audio? And <laughs> can I just say as well, uh, I asked that second question. If you go back and listen to the first few lines of your answer, that is how you solve the Elden Ring boss problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have a look at the problem. And I was like, he's just answering how to defeat a boss. In I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> analyze it. Before we move on to the next question, um, before we move on, just a quick one about the sound, obviously, as well. You, We spoke about it the first time. You've got very claustrophobic areas in that game, and you've got very large open areas. Have you noticed like a big difference in the audio since you've started using the 3D audio more on Real 5 with those environments and how it sounds and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't um, wait. So I can't wait. Actually, <laughs> one, one particular example. We were testing a uh, event, I believe, and one of the levels earlier was in the game. Was it the event in the second level? Yeah. Um, there was an audio source that was, I think, a room beyond it. But when you were in the tube going through it, you could hear the audio through that room but it was like but it's like echoing down through the metal yeah because of the type of reverb being used and when you hear that <laughs> in a really close tube like that it's like holy crap because you hear all the creaking and everything else it's yeah so like you yeah. go you go from stuff like that and then like the the tighter walls and like hearing people on other you know closer to you to where like like our jupiter level and then we've got uh, mars and neptune those areas are hugely open and it, it does have a more big open airy kind of sound to it. So it, it, it's such a, like you, you walk from hall to open area and everything just sounds different. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this sounds amazing. You know, I can't it's wait. Amazing. <laughs> and we're testing all this with uh, like studio speakers. We haven't yeah. even gone onto the headphones just yet. Oh wow. <laughs> it sounds amazing, Mister. Oh my gosh! Wait till the time. <laughs> my uh, listen, you don't have to put like a warning in your on yeah. the game about you know if your ears bleed. Sorry, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's it. Yeah, that's perfectly oh, yeah. normal. Uh, <laughs> not, not, you've got the next question. I was gonna say yes. not to you yeah. all too bad, but or actually, I'll, I'll wait till later. Y'all can ask me later about something. Uh, very exciting that we're oh, adding, but I, oh, exclusive. Like, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't say what it does, but I can say what it uses. Well, like saying, oh my right now, a certain William is going batshit crazy. Like, what? Why not on air? <laughs> or I can just say it right now. Uh, no, we'll tease William a little bit more. Yeah, we'll yeah, tease for a bit. After the second question. All right. Okay. Um, so we have a question uh, from Ryan from Cincinnati, Ohio, US, your town. Well, your area, I guess. He yeah, asks, um, yeah. yeah. He goes, Hello, Joe's brothers. Um, where have you been? It has been so quiet on the quantum era front, uh, but oh boy, did you make a comeback with the latest teaser trailer, which has now amassed over a quarter of a million views and a wave of great feedback. As somebody who is in the early, sorry, as someone who is in the early stages of the content creation, can I ask, what is that feeling like when you see a new piece of content explode like that? And congratulations also, and I can't wait to play the game. Great so question. Hype yeah, yeah so, we went we went from uh, quiet oh to a teaser trailer. <laughs> like, where did this come from? And then yeah. everyone was talking about yeah. the era. It's because, like, I mean, man, it, yeah, there was a point where, like, we were, you know, was it after the Gamescom uh, thing? So or we we had a we had a million different times after our gameplay last year that we wanted to show stuff off. But what would happen is we would we would get to something that we're developing and be like, okay, cool. We can show that off. And then we'd be like, crap, we can't show that off. That's too much. <laughs> we keep working. We'd be like, okay, maybe this. And it's like, yeah. uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where it's like, you don't know yet what to show. Uh, yeah. So it kept, we kept pushing and pushing and pushing it. Cause we have a, we have a boss fight. Some people have seen that we would like to show it happens halfway through the game and it's way too much there. We can't, yeah, it's quite a lot. there's too much stuff going on that involves the story and characters mm -hmm. that it would, it's also too much of a spectacle to see just in a video form and not play. 
So yeah, it's one of those moments that you need to play it the first time before you see it on the internet and then it spoils it. So, but his, but to his question, like, so this teaser, we knew we needed to show something new. And what's funny about it is I had actually only planned to show one scene Mm. originally. I was going to do one little scene uh, that was actually going to be focused on the hospital area of the facility because there's a floor dedicated to like a medical theme. And then we tested the whole thing on the PS5 to make sure that everything up to a certain point was running, at least fundamentally, and ended up getting a ton of good footage. And we were like, hmm, okay. We could put an actual (laughs) really good teaser together. And when we put it together, like we thought about whether releasing it ourselves or asking Sony to do it. And we went with Sony. Mm -hmm. I, I expected some views. I don't know that I expected a quarter of a million. Yeah, I don't think I expected <laughs> like because when I first watched, I was like, "Yeah, this will probably get people's attention," but I didn't, I didn't expect it to explode like that. And the response to it has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, the the response and and everything to it has been just amazing. I mean, I could be happy for probably the next year just on that teaser. Yeah. But I know everybody else would probably kill me if <laughs> that's all they got to see. So, does that sort of does that sort of, like mid development? Does that um, sort of positivity re-energize you guys? Refocus like to another level that you thought, oh wow, I thought I was already flying on fifth <laughs> gear. I'm now found another gear to keep going because oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, when you do something like that and it gets that kind of attention, it it's like we're already motivated, and that kind of makes you feel like you need to push beyond what you're already doing, which is already too much. It's like a slap in the face to get back to work. <laughs> it's like, okay, you had your fun. Get back in the seat. <laughs> what it doesn't mean, guys, is this is so good. Let's add more and delay the game and put more stuff in it. We want this game now, okay? <laughs> no, we've already kind of, we've reached that point where we've kind of gone through things and been like, this is the game. These are the mechanics. No more, unless it makes like such mind-blowing sense that it's worth spending some time on. Mm. Yeah, Another I mean, thing I'll say about the teaser too is I have won with my brother. So <laughs> I like metal and I like the Doom soundtracks and the electronic <laughs> industrial stuff. And I make all our music. So the music of that teaser I made also. Everybody oh, nice. love that music. And I'm so yeah, happy yeah, everybody yeah. love that music. Oh, there you go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that music. As soon as yeah, you said I'm I love all the music all the trailers, they've just been on point. I'm like, who's doing that? It's you. <laughs> the the music for this yeah. game is such yeah. a strange combination of like electronic instruments meets mm. choirs and violins and guitars and drums and I don't even know how to describe what I'm doing. It just goes together, and that's what yeah, it sounds yeah. like. That's yeah. pretty much what Hans Zimmer does, right? You just put shit together oh, and yeah. it works. You know? And, and <laughs> Hans Zimmer is literally a genius. So. He, he yeah. He's a mastermind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, so before we move on then, just tell us what it was like. So you've, you've submitted the trailer to Sony. Did they give you a time and date of this is when we're going to put it live, or did it just go? And when was... So when did they tell, did they tell you that they were going to put it up or did they just put it? Um, so the process with that, um, the stuff I can say, it's pretty simple. They kind of give indie developers the power to submit their stuff to be posted. It just has to meet certain quality and criteria and you get to, you fill out all the information you get to pick kind of, you know, what date you're one. It has to be right. beyond a certain point. And as long as everything checks out and the video was put together according to their specs, um, all is good. So what was, once it's gone live, tell us the moment you thought, oh, wow, this is blowing up. Where were you? What happened? What were you thinking when you just saw the viewing numbers and you were like, <laughs> oh, whoa, you know, that moment, like that Corey was- Barlog moment where he saw the review score for God of War, you know, <laughs> what was your, right. you just saw the viewership number. <laughs> I think was it like an hour in when it was like at 50,000? I think so, but I had my phone open as soon as it went live. Like as soon as I refreshed it, it appeared 
And it said it was like just brand new and it already shot up to, I think, a thousand views and then 2,000 and 3,000. I think when we saw it, it was like a minute or two. Yeah, like every minute there was thousands of views. We're like, like, wow. Whoa, okay. And then, yeah, I think within an hour, it was already like 30,000 plus or something ridiculous. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we basically just kept watching it because it was like, (laughs) wow, it's not going to stop. Not to mention the the likes, like the we we the amount of likes is insane. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, I don't think we've had as many likes on the video beforehand, so it was pretty amazing. Plus, I can see the dislikes thanks to extensions on Firefox. <laughs> so you're always going to get people that dislike. I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. you probably get some hardcore um, Dead Space fans just disliking it because it's space <laughs> and it's horror, but. It put it this way: the, the ratio is like ninety-five to ninety-eight. I, say, yeah. I mean, I just saw. <laughs> like, I awesome. Just, obviously, I follow you guys, Team Kill, and the Quantum Error like fan places, and that more it was just Quantum Error, Quantum Error, Quantum. And I was just reading it, and I was like, <laughs> "This is amazing!" You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, it was just amazing to see that something that we've been speaking about since your initial announcement all those years ago to now and just to see just like explode it was just like it was pride for me as well just watching it i was like this is amazing Um, what was pretty insane too is my phone's twitter app in the middle of all that like was crashing and saying it couldn't load my like notifications like there was too many and i'm like i've never had that happen (laughs) yeah it reached a hundred thousand views in nine hours yeah a hundred thousand in nine hours that's yeah so that's pretty insane wow wow and then so can you see or what would you say the general consensus is what's people's favorite bit of the teaser trailer like, is there some moment that people keep oh, mentioning? Oh my gosh, man, I'm, I'm not sure. Man, I've see, I've read through pretty much all the comments, all that I, I can remember. Wow. Um, you need to frame them and get them up in the office. Yeah, you know what I mean, like frame the best comments. <laughs> I even read, and get them up I read the negative ones because also because. I find some of the negative Whoa. ones hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty funny. <laughs> frame them, man. Frame them. Get them on the wall. It's like, oh, this looks like PS2. It's like, do you remember what PS2 looked like? <laughs> it was so funny because, like, you, they, they, they mm-hmm. mentioned the PlayStation Plus new system and new tiers, and I went back to look at some classics. I was like, yeah, that looks like shit. I don't want to play that again. <laughs> they don't it's hold like, up. No. It's, like, it's like, yeah, it's not going to be the most perfect thing at the moment. I mean, especially because uh, there is a difference in clarity from the early access engine to the final, um, but also because, I mean, it's not done yet. So, <laughs> I mean, people just don't understand what development means, right? And uh, you know, people don't want to show stuff. People forget that EA used to do whole E3 shows with unfinished games, and you could see yeah. the, the structural layout of the game and, the was, yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm so but happy like, for you guys, man. It's amazing. Cons- I think uh, the consistent the consensus, if I can pronounce that word, from a lot of the positive stuff seems to be people excited about a sci-fi game that kind of reminds them of I've seen Half-Life, Alien Isolation, Doom Three, Doom Three. Doom 3. I've seen a lot of references, and Dead Space. Uh, and then one Dead of the <laughs> the ones that made me kind of do a dance was uh, comparing it to Hideo Kojima because of it being a cinematic trailer that we throw a lot at you, but we don't say what's going on. Yeah, that's so, that's that's true. That that's <laughs> to add to nice. that. Yeah. And Christopher Nolan, actually. So oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Somebody said it looked like Christopher Nolan. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan and Kojima. <laughs> that, that's a giant win. <laughs> and what's funny is that teaser. So all of the footage that isn't the like alien fighting is one hour into the game. Whoa. The alien fighting is the only clips that happen like halfway through the game. So That's all nice. of that, all those clips from all those different things happening is all just in one little tiny part of the game. <laughs> so it's, it's, we haven't it's, even it's, gotten into it all. That's yeah, yeah. That, it's, that, it's exciting. Exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> I can't it's wait. Um, every question. Every question yeah. is worse. But again, guys, well done um for that yeah. achievement. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, I think you. you've got many people rooting for this game. They cannot wait. Um yeah, including Devon from Chicago um, in the US. And he asks, I follow the latest updates about Unreal 5. And ever since you switched development tools, you've teased about the enhancements it has made. My question is then, 
with the new engine now in use, have you been able to bring any future ideas you may have had into this game? So he's asking the question, obviously, like, have you thought, yeah. oh, for a future project, we might consider doing this, this, and this, but Unreal 5 has maybe allowed you to bring it into Quantum Era now? Um, one immediately comes to my mind was the Nanite feature. Yeah. Um, because there is many things that we have been able to bring, and the Mega Scan stuff, um, been able to bring into it that is of absurd polygon counts and that wasn't originally in the game but once we could do that we all were kind of like like hell we can use this now let's do it five million polygons here five million there like like the uh the the space station that's been seen in the the teaser that thing is i think in total two million i said didn't you say it was a couple million triangles yeah i think it's two million in total and what it the space station it was before from our old trailers was some low poly thing so that's a vast improvement Um, yeah that was like an instant switch as soon as he swapped it was like instant new space station the amount amount of the nanite mega scans that we can use for like the planetary stuff is amazing is now absurd also so like he built and this ain't really a spoiler it's just part of the level design Mm -hmm. Um, the Mars level has some underground areas that he built out of just like pure rock and then just mega scan pieces. And it is just everywhere. It looks insane when you're in it. It looks amazing. You, you feel <laughs> uncomfortable because you're like, I'm in a cave yeah. under a planet. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's a pretty big cave. I tell and you Mars is so red. You are stoking nostalgia for me because i was a big big and you're gonna agree with this because you 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 probably mentioned it when you said i was a big red faction fan and, oh yeah you know what i mean oh, yeah. and i bet you when you did yes. that you were like this is look look, look at this you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i love that game uh yeah our mars and so that's another th- cool thing that now it brings me to the planets that you go to in this game is like not very accurate to like the real life interpretation it's it's sci-fi so you know we do what we want and uh so like even mars like right now it's like kind of looks like um a deeper more like evil red version of mars and then the way we're doing some of the level design it's um uh, no, I can't say anything. No, I can't say anything. More. <laughs> I was waiting. I was watching yeah. the space. The like, yeah. there, there's a secret to that level I can't speak about. So. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I was I was about to go there, and I was like, oh crap! I said, yeah, you that. can't say that. <laughs> I love it. Me well, and I'm like just silent, no facial. <laughs> you're reaction. just like waiting, like you know, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, guys, man, this just sounds amazing. Like yeah, you know. It's pissing me off now because I want to play this game. <laughs> Proper pissing me off. You know hey, if I mean? it makes you feel better, I play the game every day. So there you go. <laughs> All right, we're off. See you later. Bye. See you later. <laughs> I hope you dive in Elden Ring even more, right? You know what I mean? It's one I'll of them. try. <laughs> but Alex, you've got a question yeah, back yeah, on our side one. of the pond. Yes, we do. Uh, okay, so we have a question from Caroline uh, from Belfast in Ireland. What's up, Caroline? Uh, she says, uh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, Team Kill Media. Uh, up till now, and with the implementation of Unreal 5, what has amazed you, fascinated you, and shocked you the most about the engine? And what have you achieved? Um, also, your favorite thing about the game so far. So what's blown your mind? about yeah. this new oh, well, you, you mentioned you, you just oh. mentioned nanite um the nanite, yeah, yeah. First. And the trailers. Like, well you know on that suit i mean the helmet when it when it um <laughs> that's actually a pretty easy effect to do too it's so effective it's cool well when we yeah. had to figure out how to get his visor to move i was like you know what i'm just going to materialize i'm going to iron man this <laughs> <laughs> or nanotech iron man or maybe it's more spider-man i guess yeah, yeah. probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the mcu spider-man um <laughs> for me it's been uh the lighting um, yeah lighting's been pretty amazing the the what i can do with the ray tracing and all that stuff and then um actually the biggest thing i'm excited about now with the official release is 
um, the change of being able to use the hardware ray tracing inside of the lumen. Oh, wow. So yeah, that makes a difference. Cause like everything, even our new teaser, it's just using the lumen stuff because um, the uh, old way of ray tracing was depreciated. So up until now um, we couldn't use the full ray tracing power. So now we can actually get to that. And there's quite a big difference when you switch from like the general, like lumens ray tracing, which is more of a software thing <coughs> to the hardware handling it is yeah. you, you basically get mirror like reflections on anything that will reflect it. Wow. So like, you know, like the astronaut's helmet in one of our uh, scenes goes from like, you know, in the lumen one, you, you see some like shape, like reflecting to you see the space station, you see the stars, you see everything. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's that's gonna be pretty amazing. dramatic. <laughs> the, the other thing that actually, again, makes it mind blowing to me is when you switch that on uh, the eyes and the characters, you can see the reflections of things and the light which makes them look a lot more like lively. Yeah. And that, that is a huge difference in the way things look. I love it. You mentioned the helmet there. It just reminded me of the, ex I watched this TV show called The Expanse. And there's a lot of scenes with a helmet and they use a reflection of what they've seen in the helmet. And it just brought yeah. that up. And I'm like, oh man, this game. Oh, yeah. it sounds <laughs> what, about your, what about yourself, Noah? Anything that's amazed you or fascinated you or shocked you about Unreal 5? Well, pretty much probably everything he said, plus Nanite, because one of the things I love about Nanite is that obviously you can use a billion triangles, it doesn't matter. But also yeah. it fixes a lot of LOD pop-in, something that you normally oh, yeah. see in all games. Because <laughs> if you pay attention, you can see things changing from one LOD to a lower one, and mm. it's kind of eye-popping. Nanite you almost completely it. solves that problem. So it's just smooth and there's no massive detail being swapped between. So I think that is also pretty amazing. If, if something is nanited, you literally, you don't, you can't perceive the change in detail as you move to and from it. It just looks like it's just there and that's just like, it. Like, it's it's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. So it's like no more PlayStation switch level, PlayStation, switch level, <laughs> yeah. PlayStation yeah. level. It's just all one level, right? It, you know it just I mean? looks like one thing the whole time. It's just there and it's like, it's like you're always seeing the top quality. And it's, right, it's yeah. fantastic. It's just more, more and more immersive, I can imagine, really, as you're just walking mm. around. Oh, yeah. It makes it feel more like you're in a real place versus a game. I'm scared, dude, because I spend too much time just <laughs> staring at things in Horizon. I, I can't imagine what I'm going to be like with this game, man. I'm oh, just going to be standing and staring. At, like, what I'm looking forward to right now is testing a level where we can see down a hall, like through reflection, mm -hmm. and see enemies in that way because we haven't yet tried it but i know it's going to work it's going to be horrifying <laughs> it's going to be creepy <laughs> some inception levels going on here man <laughs> so uh obviously caroline also asked uh what's your favorite thing about the game so far hmm, that's you hard question to answer you got that that new sword as well that sword looks awesome <laughs> ah yes that sword can't speak of what that oh, sword is, of what it does or who is wielding it <laughs> i mean the only thing i say is the guy wielding it's a villain so that's about it um interesting so yeah so i mean it can be anything that's something that's in the game or something that's hidden in regards to on the development side of things but what's your favorite thing so far with. I mean, one of the things that I love is that there's a ton of gore in the game. <laughs> there's just tons of gore, blood going everywhere, and it's it's pretty amazing when you get a minigun and you're just mowing down enemies and they're spraying blood everywhere. <laughs> you know what it is? That's old school video games. That's what we miss because I felt like PS4 era, we kind of lost it until Doom came back, you know, um, yeah. because the yeah. PS3 was quite gory. You had doom you had uh you remember bullet storm and things like that and it was there was loads of violent games and it just kind of stopped you know and you were like well, Where even is a it? lot of violent games on ps2 as well mm. and and like talk on gamecube is also very gory yeah. but yeah, it's yeah. not for some reason i honestly might think that has to do with it being kind of difficult chopping up <laughs> this sounds terrible chopping up bodies in a video game it's it's kind of difficult it's it's actually a pain in the butt 
So, <laughs> yeah. And when you have to do that to like 10 different enemies, it uh, adds up to a lot of work. We, we have too many enemies. So, yeah, there's like, and like, there's some enemies we make sure it's like, okay, if, if it's unrealistic that you could do that, they're just not going to. Or maybe yeah. they're so strong that there's certain parts that that doesn't happen to. Because, mm, right. it, it's it's a it's a large setup to do that. <laughs> Oh, I can imagine, but please, no um, extra detail on that thing that was hanging from the ceiling from <laughs> that last gameplay demo. That was like, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, y'all, y'all might actually be seeing the new uh, high-end render of that pretty soon. Oh we my gosh! Oh, we actually no. have we have a name for that monster finally. Oh, what is oh, it? Can you say really? it? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think we're calling it the Bile Nest. Because it just, just threw up in my mouth a little <laughs> bit. Like, it's a sound. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, because it's it's a it's a pile of humans with another human coming out of it. Uh, we actually recently went through all the enemies and made sure that they uh, function properly. And that and that enemy got some upgrades. He so he still does the like the blinding effect, but it's way trippier than what it was before. It's not like a flashbang anymore. It's more like he messed up your eyes and you're seeing weird stuff and he shoot. Well, I was going to say shoot. He pukes homing projectiles. Wow. So I wouldn't be surprised if a fucking human centipede just walks across a level in this game. You know what I mean? Like, all, I was like that don't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, we have some spiders. Oh. <laughs> Giant ones. There's there's one with the fates. Have you experienced any like bottlenecks? I know. I mean, we've got this all powerful system, the PS5. Like, have you managed to stress this system out? Because this is something that we don't really get to see a lot. But have you seen the end? (laughs) We have some like in our testing on the PS5 so far. um, There's been some performance issues on some levels just because they're not yet finished yeah and there hasn't been optimized but, but yet, it's so. one of those things where yeah. it's like we haven't looked at the optimization of that particular yeah. level and then yeah. there'll be some levels we've worked more on and they just run they beautifully run pegged at 60 yeah. and it feels um, great so it's just a matter of once we right now we're like we're in the middle of getting everything fully end-to-end connected and functional and then we got to run through it all. And then every time, you know, if we come across something breaking, we'll be like, okay, what broke? Let's go fix it. Try again. Yeah. And like uh, one particular instance is uh, the uh, the training level. It currently doesn't oh, yeah. run very good at all right so now. <laughs> there, this is not a spoiler either, but um, so there's two tutorial levels in the beginning of the game that teach you one of them. Now they're tutorial levels, but they're not done like a tutorial. One teaches you the, basics of the gun mechanics just because people are dumb and you need to learn how to shoot there (laughs) (laughs) i mean sometimes things need to be explained so i mean and and there's a lot of mechanics in the game so and then but that it's all interlaced into a level with cutscenes and a story and everything and then there is a literal agility test done a little bit video gamey but also trying to be accurate to real life agility tests for a firefighter that teaches you what all the different firefighter tools are capable of that way from that point when you're done the game doesn't have to constantly tell you hey this does this yes yeah nice. that's pretty cool See, like, the fundamentals and how to yeah and like the fire chief like walks around and says okay do this and you know kind of like call of duty where he's like aim down your sights and stuff yeah. oh that's so annoying they aim down you just aim right at him good, good. <laughs> <laughs> no that it, it sounds it sounds really insane but you mentioned something there i just want to quickly bring up it's not a spoiler or anything because you guys showed it talk to me about that dual sense trigger video. Oh my god! When you <laughs> showed that gun going oh, off in the trigger, what is the dual sense like? Like, now um, that you got it going, and you so, really had time with it. So I, I, I will, I will admit, it took us a while to figure all that out and get it in because when you're working on a new generation of stuff and there's not a whole lot to go by, it takes a while. And there's a lot of people in the the, there's special forms for this stuff with epics forms with mm. playstation 5 development that you have to have access to but some of the people in there are wonderful because they helped figure it all out and then from there i was able to figure it out but oh my god <laughs> the 
integrating those effects into the mechanics of the game, like it's one thing for guns, like, you know, to, to pull it and then, you know, the, it either to click or to, or to pulse as the guns rail goes back and forth. But like, you know, the mechanic where we, you know, you could probably open a door with the Halligan bar. I mean, it, the trigger resists as you pull it. It pops when you slam it open. It, it feels amazing. The thing <laughs> shakes as you're doing it. Um, you can also check the doors to make or to see if it's warm, and that vibrates that particular side of the controller if it is warm. Um, this was all stuff we had planned to do, and now it's actually in it doing exactly how we planned. Yeah. And then... Uh, also the jaws of life when opening and closing oh, yes. and also it's slower <laughs> with each press because they operate closing and opening and when you feel it, it's like wow it feels like you're holding a real tool pretty, like pretty, it's, it's pretty, amazing pretty much everywhere we can put it we're putting it i mean we even have the you the radio in the game is actually usable and we actually have the triggers clicking for changing the channels we're like why not <laughs> it's like, click 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 <laughs> um there's also there's a mechanic, a newer implemented mechanic in the game, and I am not going to say what the mechanic is oh, because we're not showing this until we know we're launching the game. Okay. That the triggers and the haptics and all that. Actually, this is where I can say what other stuff we're implementing. So this mechanic involves using both triggers simultaneously. And then the microphone is also used. Oh, well. so I'm trying to guess what it is now. I'm trying to guess what it is. We we had an idea on how to put something that a firefighter or paramedic or some would do into a game. I tried it and it all worked. And it works flawlessly. And we tried something with a microphone, <laughs> which we had seen in I think what Astro's playroom or something. Yeah, Astro's playroom. <laughs> and we were like, well. I know how to get it working. Let's see if it'll actually work. And then when it worked, I was like, oh. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm keeping my keeping my mouth shut on what this is until <laughs> because it's <laughs> it, it's one of those mechanics where when you get to do it in the game, you're just like, I'm actually doing this. Holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't don't spoil that for us, man. Don't Alex, don't even bother <laughs> trying to find out. Leave it. Let <laughs> I do. I really that was to say it, it's yeah. i don't think i've seen this mechanic in a game like this like yeah. i've seen nope i can't say that i say done in this way no i don't yeah think so. done the way we're doing it <clears throat> i've i've not seen it before especially when you combine it with the ps5 controller yeah no yeah. it's never been done before which man like we have our xbox dev kit now and we love xbox and all the platforms but there there is going to be a pretty big experience difference between <clears throat> the dual sense and all the other controllers like yeah. it's everything minus that controller is it's going to be missing out i mean listeners know alex is a big nintendo fan but he even said it i think it was just last week you were just talking complimenting the dual sense <clears throat> about just how it's a game changer as a whole, yeah. you know, and it is yeah, games. I mean, it's haptic feedback. That's what I was going to ask you about, actually. I mean, for one, actually, I love the fact that you're being innovative with the controller. Definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of companies are coming out and they're, not, they're just doing it, the, you know, the same run-of-the-mill run ways, but they're not really utilizing all the different aspects of it. And for you using the, the microphone as well in there's, a useful way. There's an, like, so yeah. the way I would put it, the only limitation <laughs> to what you can do with it is your imagination. Pretty much. Because... Wow. It can be swapped in like, so uh, actually this is a really cool one to describe the K-12 saw, which is basically a firefighter chainsaw. Um, so when you hold down the button to rev it, it's like a vibrating type trigger. So it's constant, you know, revving buzz. Yeah. feels like you're holding a saw. When you go to saw something, the trigger changes to a more resistant version of it. And then when you pull off, it goes back. So you can actually change these triggers mid action to implement different feelings. So 
you guys are so you guys are so you guys are so messed up. You know what's gonna happen, right? You're gonna get you know how when you play a game that's violent, you get a warning at the beginning of the game. It's gonna give you a separate warning screen for the controller to turn off features on the pad because it's that like immersive. Like, yeah, you're gonna change someone and you're gonna feel it in the trigger, right? So do you wanna turn it off? Yeah, that's gonna happen. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It's oh man, it's just like like Alex said as well. It's an amazing tool, and I think listeners are just as excited as we are about what the uh you need to just start like a dev diary with the with the controller that's it just uh, this is how the controller is working because that that would be a good idea because there's so much we can show off with that when when you guys did that first trigger one that exploded everywhere and there's people (laughs) there's people who i know who casually play games and they're just like, oh, I saw that video of the pad. Is it really that good? I was like, what video? And they're like, oh, the, the one with the guys shooting the gun. Is your and these guys only talk about GTA or FIFA and COD, and that's it. But they saw the trigger, you know, and it just viraled out. Like it was amazing. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, the pad does that. You know what I mean? And it's it's pretty can, amazing. But yeah, I, I mean, as well, how's it like working with the uh, you know the haptic feedbacks? I mean, I mean, you mentioned about the uh, the temperature, you know, being able to kind of well, obviously not representative, yeah. but you know what I mean when something's hot or cold. What's that been like? I mean, that's like a completely different playground, isn't it? So, how's that so, been for you? The haptics is fun because so the way it's done is it uses sound to generate the vibration, and so there's a there's a lot of audio production in the way you create that stuff, which goes into my music background so it's amazing because like a lot of our like impacts with the guns and stuff when you fire them um there will be like uh i I made a couple different i what did i call them like thuds or something i think i think some 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 kind of like audio thud that is used as a haptic so that the controller has a nice you know punch when you shoot um, but then, like, we might put, and I don't think we did this yet just because we're all over the place, but, like, when you cock the shotgun, I might make, like, the left side of the controller do a little bit of something just by playing the sound it makes through that part of the controller um, because you you can play it in either side in different areas. You can, uh, based on the frequency, make it, a, a like, a softer buzz or a big thump or um, something else that's cool. I don't know if we've explained this to anybody. Um, If something's emitting a sound that you want to vibrate the controller and you walk around it in 3D space, it also changes its direction within the controller. (laughs) Which we were were blown away. So like our our boss fight, we can't speak much of. Let's just say this boss emits a buzzing sound and when you walk around him, you feel him on the sides of the controller. Oh my and it's gosh, bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that would happen until we tested it. And we were like, oh. Yeah, when I, when, I, uh, when I was testing it, I was like, wait a minute, it's doing that? I was like, what? <laughs> so it's 3D spatial. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow, this is, this is. That's amazing. That's just like, oh my gosh. People <laughs> are gonna go, I, I think people are, I'm actually like speechless just thinking about the possibilities. And I think people are listening. The possibilities, like, yeah. Driving in their car, like all excited. Like, yes, yes, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I mean, put it this way. We, we have nobody telling us what to do and we can do whatever we want. So <laughs> we're, we're going to make the game as awesome as it possibly can be. And that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> you go, man. You're awesome. It's beautiful that we're at that stage now where it's like, you know, as you mentioned, we've talked about the uh, the bottlenecks and Unreal Engine. And you're saying that literally the limit is your imagination now. I mean, yeah. it's just like an awesome feeling or awesome stage in technology that we can actually, <laughs> you know, produce your dreams, essentially. Oh, yeah. It, it's fantastic because... I've always been an artist and not really a programmer or any of that, you know, super techie stuff. But I mean, I've learned obviously the programming at this point. Uh, and yeah, I'm it, it, if like some of the cutscenes we've done, I'm like uh, the one in the teaser where the guy's falling at the end, that particular shot I've had in my head for like two years since we announced oh, it. Wow. And I knew what it would look like. And actually that cutscene is like a, th- is that a three or four minute? Cut I think scene? it's four minutes. I think it's like a four minute cutscene that clip comes from. 
and the whole cutscene has been in my head for two years. Amazing. Made the cutscene, and it looks identical to what I imagined. So it, it really is just the limit of the imagination at this point. And Alex, you thank Mark Cerny for that, all right? You thank Mark Cerny for giving everybody the power. <laughs> yeah, he, he helped. He helped. It's like these geniuses, he made that work. <laughs> it sounds crazy, man. I, I can't. Yeah. I just, I came into this episode thinking, yeah, we're going to learn a bit. I've, I'm coming out of it like, I fucking want this game, man. You know what I mean? like, more of a fanboy. Like, pissing me really, off, it's man. Just, yeah, man. It's just the innovation of it all, you know? And I'm, I'm, it's just, I really appreciate that, you know, I'm mm. from... Because Nintendo, obviously, like you know, I'm a big Shut up, man. Fan. I don't like, about what they always like, like, they yeah. use. They I, I appreciate the fact that they use underpowered hardware, you know, and innovatively create something which is just catchy. You know, I mean, look at the Wii, look at the GameCube, and look at now the Switch. It's all underpowered, but they're using the innovation and the fact that you've got a system as powerful as the PS5 and being able to utilize innovation, just any ideas which have never really been explored, and then using it in the right, the correct context that it actually works mm-hmm. as part of the game. That's just awesome. You know, yeah, one thing I can say like is that uh, is that the PS5 it is a powerful beast, and it's amazing to be making a game on it. Uh, so, someone who's just as pissed off and excited as we are is uh, <laughs> William from Sheffield <laughs> in the UK. He works uh, and leads a quantum area. Um, oh, I wonder which William this is. <laughs> uh, yeah, he wants to know. Uh, well, as you can imagine, he had a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> But he knew you could... he's messaged me and warned me. Uh, <laughs> but he knew that you wouldn't answer them, so he he was kind enough not to put them on the list. There were so many questions. I know I was like, yep, they can't answer that. Yep, they won't answer that. Yep, they won't answer that. <laughs> um, but if given the opportunity, so William asks, given the if given the opportunity, so this is a hypothetical for you guys, right? So we we don't want no PR answer. It's a hypothetical. Uh, if given the opportunity to have a physical release, what ideas would you have? for a collector's edition. Now we've seen some crazy oh collector's editions. So what would you, what in your hypothetical mind, like what is, what was your dream collector's edition for Quantum Era? So let's see in the hypothetical, I, I can't speak English today. <laughs> hypothetical world. I, right off the bat, I want a steel book, obviously. So mm. Um, yeah, definitely something like that for sure. I know there's a, lo- a lot of theories I've gone with is uh, two different items. Well, okay, so of course, obviously the soundtrack, because that mm-hmm. even by default is going to be a thing, um, as well as um, I would love to have like a toy of the main character, mm-hmm. like in his fire suit, probably maybe dirty and bloody or something like stepping on stuff with a shotgun and the axe. Very, mm. very, you know, doom looking. For sure. like Great. <laughs> like just making him look like he's just the baddest thing since ever. Um, <laughs> another really cool thing. And this would be awesome as well, because um, it's our dad's fire helmet number as well would be to have a collector's like fire helmet with the 502 on it. So that nice. number, even though like, I don't know, probably nobody would know, but that 502 is our dad's firefighters like number oh, wow. through his career mm. so the character's wearing our dad's number so it'd be super cool to have something like that as well that'd be amazing um, man that'll be amazing but it's that'd just, be epic actually yeah just like having the helmet and then like yeah you know for something that'd i was be, thinking yeah. that i was like oh they're not mentioning a helmet or just giving us an axe in there as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually yeah, we contemplated that we said uh it would be cool to either have like a display fire axe like a or a display halligan bar and a collector's edition. That'd be really cool. That would be amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just, oh god, this game. I just want this game <laughs> now. Like it's just fuck Dead Space. Just get this game out now. Because like <laughs> it's weird. Because the more I watch Dead Space, the less interested I am in it. They should just keep it away from me now. If I see that hashtag trending, I'm gonna be like, oh, oh god, <laughs> fuck, that. <laughs> fuck Dead Space, right? You know what I mean? but, uh, it, listen, there's, there's enough space for all of it, but what I mean, we, we've gone into this interview and just things about the dual sense and what you're doing with Nanite and that it's just exciting us, and we're so excited for it. Um, just a couple of questions if, if you if you can't answer it, you can't, that's fine, that's total. Yeah. How are you looking for do you have a rough idea of the file size? Are you going, oh, we're getting really big, or is cooking um, keeping you really low? Like, yeah, we're fine, we can just keep going. <laughs> So um, it's always extremely hard to know until it's done because like our project 
uh, size is insane right now because there's so much stuff in it just mm-hmm. for building everything and all that. But I, I've said to Noah multiple times that my guess is definitely somewhere in that 50, 60 gigabyte realm. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to guess it, but I, yeah, I think what he's saying is correct. I think it's going to fall within that range too. Because right. something I can base it on is our our first game, Kings of Lorne, was pretty small on the PlayStation. Um, I think it was 13 gigs, but it was pretty large for the PC release. Um, actually, how big was it on PC? I think the final uh, size ended up being... Uh, Wasn't it like 40? I think it was 40 or 30. It might have been 40 gigs. Or I can't remember, but this game has so many different characters it has variations of characters, um, an enormous amount of animations already, um, textures, stuff used to build levels, the weapons, um, now the nanite stuff, which I think the compression and stuff with all that is good. So that probably doesn't make too big of a difference. But there's also an enormous, like the way the game is broken up, um, there's, a lot of levels, but the game is going to be played in a seamless fashion, at least on PS five and Xbox series X. Um, so it's, it's really hard to kind of know for sure, but it's definitely a big game as far as size goes, because there's just so much in it. That's what I like to hear. You know what I mean? That's what I want to hear. I don't want to, I was getting worried. No. You're going to say all this stuff. Yeah, it's like 10 gig. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, like, not to mention like um, all the levels, like some levels are built with similar stuff in order to have a similar look based on what they are. But then there's some areas we're specifically building with different things just to make sure that it's got some variety to it. And it doesn't look like copy and paste. Um, because if you use just all the same stuff for all your sci-fi dark environments, it's all just going to kind of look like the same stuff was reused over and over and over, even if it does mm-hmm. technically go in different paths. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's yeah. pretty massive um, variation in everything throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so... The SSD as well. No, sorry, the, you know, the SSD and obviously utilizing that you know in terms of computer. oh yeah you, will you be using that i mean is that an option for you guys or oh yeah yeah because the, the ssd i mean because of how fast it is when we when we tested on the dev kit um there is some areas that i need to improve a little bit but most of the time if it's like a lot more finished you can't tell when stuff is loading at all it just like, happens like you don't even realize it's it. unperceivable the loading which is <laughs> amazing <laughs> it's so strange because like like kings of lorne for example was a very you know beat the level loading screen go through the level that kind of thing and this game like actually <laughs> programming this the save system alongside us going through it now is very different for a game that is not technically now level based it's more guided by the story and the outcomes of what you're doing with the characters. So, cause like the facility is how many, is it eight floors? I think there's, from it's, top to bottom, there's like eight floors. So you can never go back to the first floor. Once you've completed that floor, there's reasons for that, but the rest of the facility becomes available as you get access to certain floors. And then you can always go back to those if you're not in the middle of something. So the game allows some freedom and it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I have to, you know, beat the level and now I can't ever go back. Like you can actually go back and, you so know. So basically if you miss something on a previous level, you can backtrack there, get it, and then continue on throughout all the story. I think we're even gonna, we're gonna allow <laughs> at, the, at the end of the game before you fight whatever. Um, <laughs> yep. There's going to be a point where you could probably go back through the whole rest of the facility before you decide to do that, just nice. for the sake of gameplay. Nice, nice. That's giving Excellent. me, yeah, that's giving me tingles. That is like, <laughs> so, uh, now the one thing I will say the, the <laughs> planet levels, once you've gone through the planet levels, you don't 
get to return to those. Those are special. Got you. Got you. That makes sense. So I guess the final question is what's next um, for fans of Quantum Era in regards to any future trailers or development milestones? When can we all get excited for the next <laughs> you guys? <laughs> um, well, I know right now uh, we've just moved over to the new final release of Unreal Engine 5 and getting through that that's probably going to take the rest of today i'm thinking and then the goal actually what we're working on right now is trying to finish the boss fights um so before i got sick about a week ago (laughs) we were working on a boss fight that's a little past halfway through the game got half of it done then i got sick then four days later we finally get to finishing it um so that's done now so we have how many more left? One, three. And we have three. I think we have three main boss fights left, and then we have to run through and tweak them all. Um, then, because like, so most levels are, you can get through them. There's not enemies in all of them yet. We have to kind of finish all of that as well. But so the the goal is to get it all playable and finished and everything first. <clears throat> Probably once we've got everything in a comfortable place where it looks a lot more finished, a lot more playable, I'm kind of want to show off more like uh, gameplay and stuff. Maybe be a little more specific on some of the way. Actually, definitely third person view. I think we need to show a little more third person view. Mm-hmm, um, I concur. Uh, yeah <laughs> it's, uh, we we changed the ca- the third person camera recently a little bit and, and it's a this like uh dynamic one that moves around a little bit nice. and if you like hit into a wall it kind of like shakes so the third person view has got a little more momentum to it now mm. um which we're liking um it's really at, at this point we just got to kind of get everything together and done and then um once we get to that point it'll be a matter of testing a lot test, of testing. testing and and then what do we want to show and and then uh and then it's uh putting in the sunny and alex audio log trophy you know what i mean <laughs> that, you know you find all the audio logs <laughs> there, there is that actually reminds me there is gonna we have to make so we kind of work in passes almost mm-hmm. which i don't know if anybody else works that way with games but we will have to make a pass through the game, like putting in all like the lore and like stuff like that. Cause we've got like computers you can read. And I think we might, are we going to do audio logs? I can't remember if we're going to do that or not. I think we might, we might do some, um, there's secret codes to like, uh, oh, actually this kind of brings uh, another funny one, the different suit colors and stuff you can unlock. Like you got to find codes to unlock the doors where that stuff is. Uh-huh. So there's like that kind of stuff you can find um yeah if you delve into it yeah there's a lot of stuff to like (laughs) kind of dive into to where it's like you could just like fly past it not even know it but it's there and like if you go and get all those things they help quite a bit they're all gonna have their buffs or whatever so nice nice well guys listen Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and obviously, it's a great opportunity for listeners of the show and fans of Quantum Era to get an opportunity to ask you guys questions. And you've given us some gold. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm just thinking Jewel Sense, Jewel Sense, Jewel Sense. Like, the, the, oh, that, alone, that alone sounds awesome. Cannot I wait. I can't wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, we really, really appreciate it as well. And as you get closer, we'll do this again. And, you know, once you guys have shown more and released more content, there'll be more questions from fans and listeners and we'll get in contact with everyone again but if anyone who's listening to the show wants to get in contact with you guys via social media um where can they find you and uh just plug your your handle so they know that they can follow you yeah it would be the see i believe it's at quantum underscore error gets a little confusing (laughs) now with like tons of quantum error stuff popping up (laughs) but yeah that twitter is the main thing and um we have the website which is quantum error.games um but and that is updated but twitter is the main you know primary thing to watch for because i post to that every time i do something yep and if guys uh, if you want to obviously contact them directly and talk horror films or horror games where can they find you on twitter just your own personal ones 
Uh, my personal Twitter is Noah T Jones 08. And Micah. I have a personal one that I barely use and I can't remember. <laughs> I, I think it might be Micah L Jones or something. I, I'm not sure. Well, what we'll do it's is logged uh, in and I barely ever touch it. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll confirm all the handles. We'll put it in the description. And <laughs> follow them. Ask questions, and I'm sure Noah can give you Elden Ring tips. You know, yeah. the game. and if anybody anybody wants to help Micah with these bosses, just get in contact <laughs> with him, and uh, <laughs> he'll be, he'll he'll appreciate it. But guys, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate it, and listeners, again, um, we're really thankful to uh, Micah and Noah and Team Kill Media for giving us the opportunity to ask these questions and if you have any more just email thelatestps5 at gmail.com or you can tweet us at latestps5 but for us this week Alex I'll let you have the final word well of all the amazing things that uh, Team Kill Media (laughs) has been saying throughout this interview the one thing that stands out above the rest and you'll see it on the website and various other meetings that you put out there which is something as simple as but still mind-blowing, which is seeing an axe on Mars. I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. It's like, I, obviously, we could just talk for another few days, really, about the whole game itself. I mean, I love the direction that you guys are going in. And ever since we saw it, I mean, it's just been blowing our minds. And it, you just guys continue to do so, especially with this guerrilla type of marketing that you do. And I love it, really do. So um, good luck with it. Don't rush it. Make sure it's perfect. And yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, you've seen the numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But as Sally said, <laughs> the hype is real. What Alex said, just remember what Sally said at question one take your time, but not too long. Okay. You know, it's like, uh, like I've been recently drinking tea. You got to brew it correctly. Yeah. Otherwise, it tastes terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True, true. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Welcome, Welcome to the PlayStation. PlayStation.